Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. You have to, first of all, put the investors in front of any interest. Actually, in that deal, we had raised the capital, so we had to return the capital to the investors and then solve any discrepancies. So definitely... Picking up the partnership that has been one of the hardest lessons to learn. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with today's guest, Maricela Sobrenas. Maricela is joining us from Austin, Texas. She's an apartment syndicator and principal of Upplex Multifamily Investing. Their business model involves syndicating for mutual funds where they act as operators by sourcing deals, raising capital, and managing assets. Maricela's portfolio consists of 980 units as an LP, over 2,000 units as a GP for multifamily, three mobile home parks as JVs, and two JV self-storage deals. Marcella, thank you so much for joining us, and how are you? Thank you, Ash, for having me. I'm doing very well. Thank you for an extensive bio. <laughs> it's our pleasure. Marcella, if you would give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now. Of course. So background is actually a medical provider. I'm an anesthesia provider by trade, but transitioned into the real estate investing in 2006 actually started and then came to the commercial real estate in 2020. That's kind of the short transition. And right now we focus on bringing investment opportunities for our busy professionals and busy business owners as well. 2006, did you just start in single family homes? Yes, I started with the duplex actually. And 14 years of doing that, and you found commercial properties in 2020. What were those 14 years like? Lonely. <laughs> Back then, I actually started by myself. I didn't really know what I was doing. In 2016, I deployed with the military, and I took the time to read. Actually, a lot of this podcast that I now I'm, I'm participating, and it's great to be back in a different role, but this is kind of where I learned a lot of the terminology and the basics. And then when I came back, I started thinking, I'm going to think bigger, and I bought a fourplex and another fourplex, and that was my big mentality. And then in 2017, 
met my husband. And then that's when we found masterminds and communities like this that make you think bigger and just explore different strategies that we were able to implement. What was your first big purchase? Together, it was 138 units in Austin, Texas. And before that, was it just duplexes and quads? We did an aplex. That was our biggest size. Yeah. All right. Walk me through the mindset and the process of going from eight units to 138 units. Yeah. When we bought the eight units, we were thinking, and actually we were GCing ourselves the projects. We were using the subcontractors that we have been using for several years. And we were flying in. I was working in Virginia and New York, and my husband was stationed in San Diego. So we'll fly in alternating weekends to attend to that project. And we thought we were killing it because we were saving the GC contractor, blah, blah, blah. But we were listening to a lot of podcasts. And actually around that time, I remember recording one of the podcasts in an empty unit. And I was like, this is kind of echoing. Something is talking back to me. <laughs> is this really what I should be using all of our time resources? And we found a mastermind. And that was a question that came from the participants. We show up with paint in our hair and wearing the badge of I'm doing it all by myself. But reading books, who know how, just making use of your time. And we started seeing ourselves as it's not that I'm not too good to do this. Is that I should be thinking like a business person and a business person, a CEO would probably never pick up the paint, the brush and paint the units. So we started delegating and we still needed to complete the project. So we started using more people rather or more time. Sometimes you have to think about you either pay with time or pay with money. And at that point, we realized we are better off outsourcing of our tasks and then using our time to just create networking people, to create networking. So we did a lot of online events that just opened our eyes to different possibilities. That was the switch. Maricela, I love that you were listening to podcasts about real estate while you were inefficiently traveling to your property. And then again, being inefficient by using your own time and painting and doing all the upkeep. Love that irony. <laughs> so- the 138 units, you didn't have any stepping stones. I'm assuming you raised capital for that. Did you partner with people to take that down? Absolutely. We partnered with other GPs. And yes, we raised capital, boots on the ground. It came with burned units. So there was a large capex they implemented, but we realized that we didn't have to do it all. And we have a very strong GP team. And it was just mind blowing how easy was compared to doing our Aplex renovations ourselves. How did you approach the GP and get them to accept a partnership with you? Well, we have been doing a lot of putting ourselves out there with the networkings. We were pretty open to what's our net worth, what are some things that we could bring to the team or a potential partnership. And we have been, again, establishing in the real estate enough that our friends and families have seen how we were tripling our money and the sales because we disposed of the 35 units that we had. We started selling and we at least three times our money and we were pretty transparent on showing how we did it and highlighting that we were thinking small. So through that, a lot of our friends and network started inquiring, how can I get investing with you? And we realized that there was a potential that we could bring some capital. And when you haven't tested your investor pool, you just go and buy, let me see what this looks like. 
And we ended up raising for deals back to back. And we actually closed a week apart on those deals. And today, are you primarily a capital raiser? No, we do capital raise for the deals, but we are operators. So we are doing asset management. We're also looking for the deals. We can do every part of acquisition, stabilization, and running the deal. So we can do either one. Now we do join some teams where we our part is not as direct asset management, and we step back a little bit. But that's one of the strategies that we use to be able to close. Like last year, we closed on seven syndications. If we were doing all of the roles by ourselves, it will be very difficult to stabilize a property and still be raising for another one. So you add value wherever it's needed. You find an operator and do you find out where you can come in and help them out? Yeah, that is the strategy. Yeah. How do you increase your network today? We do a lot of free events. So now we are able to give back to the community where we do virtual meetups within our community clubhouse. We attend a lot of in-person events to network with other operators and other syndicators. And we continue to do a lot of online social media presence. We have built up our database of a couple of thousand people in our database that we continuously nurture by sending them newsletters, blogs, educational material. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. How do you find deals in today's market? We're in March of 2020. So we actually are pretty lucky to have connections where, again, within the communities that we are part of, our friends are selling. So a lot of those deals come from those connections. And then with the brokers that we close, they keep bringing deals as well. And then some of the junior syndicators that are trying to get in the market, we oversee their underwriting. So we get to see a lot of the deals coming through our desk pretty much every day. So finding deals is not really difficult. There's a lot of connection. And within that community, you hear that behind the scenes. So we are lucky to have that position today. Before, we were actively cold calling, subscribing to the main CBRE and Greg C and all those databases so we can take the deals from there. So we still get those, but most of our deals are coming from direct. Maricela, today, interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has indicated that they will continue to raise. What are your thoughts on taking down multifamily while cap rates are still compressed? Do you still do interest-only bridge loans? We actually have an LOI that we are investing finance right now. So it's actively negotiating. And you're right, the rates change by the week. So even if we submit an LOI with contingencies that are going to allow us to step down if the deal doesn't make sense right now, the deal might make sense logically on location, 
But if the lending changes, then that's one of the reasons we cannot proceed. The NOI pretty much would not support lending. So we are being very creative. We are exploring some assumptions. We are also working with the lenders to maybe do a longer hold rather than a quick three or five. So those are some of the strategies. And also now with the experience, we are able to use some of the brokers that we used before and experienced operators do get a little bit of a break. So that's been our strategy for now. Do you lock in your interest rates always now going forward or do you still do the variable rates? Last month, we closed to in November and there were permanent debt. Actually, there was interest only for five years. So that will allow us to reconsider after. Right now, we are considering some long-term, no variable rates. Again, everything changes by the weeks of next week. This is going to be old information. <laughs> so five years and it's an interest-only locked rate, right? Yes. Interesting. What did you have to put down on that property? It was a low leverage. So we put about 48, 49%. So we were very low leverage. That's why they're okay with doing interest only on a five-year note. You put almost 50% down. Okay. Can we dive into the numbers on that property? I don't have my numbers right in front of me in the West of but you're welcome to pick my brain and see where we can go. What was the purchase price roughly? I would say 25. 25 million. How many units? 168. And where was this property? It's in Arlington, Texas. Why did you pick Arlington? It's a well-established neighborhood, very reputable, and occupancy rates are pretty stable high. It's about a mile away from the Texas Cowboys Stadium. Lots of businesses there. And our mentor is buying the two buildings right across the street. And we have another friend buying another building right next to it. So it's, again, the community that just... It makes it a, a better location. We know we all want to operate these businesses to increase the value. Is this a value-add property? Not really. We're going to do some upgrades and extending the patios, adding a workout station, more keeping up with the Jones. So we don't have a dog washing station. We're going to add that. Nothing that if we were not going to add or renovate the units, they were still going to get rented. Is your plan to increase rents there? We have been increasing the rents already, yes. Okay. And today you read the headlines and it says multifamily rents are dropping. Not the case in Arlington? Not for our case. Actually, we're cleaning up house. As you know, when you take a a new asset, there's going to be some stragglers that you're going to have to get them back online. So we are filing some evictions, but that's part of the business plan. And we are already leasing up the units. So we're going strong and increasing still. I think we increased by 8% on the new leases. And again, we closed right after Thanksgiving. So with the holidays and all the moving around, we're still leasing up and cleaning up house. Marcella, what's the hardest lesson you've learned in real estate, whether it's about money, friends, deals, just a really tough lesson that you want to share? I will say picking your partners. There's been a partnership that didn't go well and you have to First of all, put the investors in front of any interest. We were actually in that deal. We had raised the capital, so we had to return the capital to the investors and then solve any discrepancies. So definitely picking up the partnership that has been one of the hardest lessons to learn. And at the same time, we are grateful we learned that because we are very, very cautious on who we partner with. Yeah, those are tough lessons. Marcella, what's the best real estate investing advice ever? Find a community and find a mentorship. 
and don't try to do it by yourself like I did. <laughs> Great advice. Marcella, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. What's the best ever book you recently read? I'll say Rocket Fuel for partnerships or especially working together with your spouse. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. That's a game changer. It talks about the visionary and the integrator. I'm assuming you are the visionary. You got it. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. And Marisela, what's the best ever way you like to give back? We like to mentor other people and we like to bring new operators in the mix. We have actually helped 12 operators get their first GP position. And we are looking to at least do the same thing this year. Marisela, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? My link tree, it has all my links and you follow me on Instagram. My handle is The Immigrant Millionaire. And I can send you that link. Awesome. Marcella, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. 14 years of doing smaller deals and then the podcast and the masterminds learning to go bigger. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you very much, Ash. Best ever listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Also, follow, subscribe, and have a best ever day. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and Best Ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the Best Ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.